I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Anyway, we'll get into the game. Nice versus Broncos. Uh, mate, the crazy thing about this game is the Broncos weren't even close to their best. They kept inviting the Knights back into the game. Like, they'd, they'd get momentum. They'd get the upper hand. They'd dominate the Knights' forward pack. Then they'd drop a ball coming out of their end. Then they'd drop another ball coming out of their end. Um, but at the end of the day, their defence is, is keeping them in games. The Broncos' defence is keeping them in games long enough to get the points on the board. And as soon as they put together a number of uh, sets, they score a bunch of points. Uh, so an absolutely incredible win by the Broncos. Uh, what did you think of this game, Guru? I thought Newcastle looked really good in the first half. Mm. I think it was six all going into half time, And I, I just I sat there and thought, fuck, Brisbane's done well there, mm. considering mm. how poorly they're playing. Like I, I thought obviously they, they missed Adam Reynolds in his kicking game, but I thought a lot of Gamble's kicks were really good. Mm. They were solid, but then on second and third tackle, you'd give away a penalty every oh, single time, fuck. and Newcastle would get out of there. I thought Milford looked really strong for the first half. Um, he looked outstanding for the yeah. first half. Mm. And, you know, I, I mean, was anyone shocked that he struggled in the second half after playing no rugby league, let yeah. alone NRL? Um, yeah, I, I thought Knights, they looked good in the first half, but Brisbane credit to him without, to do it without Adam Reynolds. To do it with Ezra Mam, who you know he was pretty average in the first half. Uh, I thought in the second half he was good, and I, you know, we, we spoke about. Oh, I just thought credit to Ezra. He, like he kept making mistakes, but he just kept coming back. Mm. He kept trying shit. Oh, I love that in young players. Um, you know, the try that he set up where he ran out of dummy half was definitely the wrong play. It wasn't on, mm. but he he just kept backing himself, which I think is dangerous. And like, if you've watched him in Queensland Cup. Even that first try that they scored, where I think it was Clune or Milford kicked and he got a hand to it. Mm. Like, like j- 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 he anticipated what was coming. Most of the time in Queensland Cup, he catches that and he goes mm. and he's off. So I, I thought it was a, a tough day for Boo in the first half, but I just love the way that he just hung in there and he just kept kept backing himself. Mm. What do you think, Timmy? Yeah, I think the man one where he scooted from dummy half on fifth, I thought that was actually excellent vision and he backed himself because... The markers were scattered, and he knew, worst case, he got a six again, which he got given as soon as he, he went, and then they ended up scoring from the same play or the following play. Um, and as you said, just kept backing himself, didn't he? Which is, 
another sign, I say it time and time again, but it's just good coaching and you coach. And you know what? If you stuff up, back yourself, back yourself, back yourself. Um, Brisbane, we I mentioned a couple of weeks ago how good they were going, how good they looked, but can they do it without Adam Reynolds? And last weekend, with the spine of Tamari, Tyson Gamble, Mam and Walters, where you could argue, you know, whatever, like they could all be deputising for blokes that are out injured or for whatever reason, and to put that many points on down in Newcastle, despite the night's ordinary form, that's never an easy road trip. Yeah. Um, it was just, it must fill you and Brisbane's fans with so much confidence going, all right, we can do this without Adam Reynolds. Mm. Oh, incredible. I, I just, again, the <coughs> errors were frustrating as anything. And I think it's going to sound really cynical, but we aren't going to get away with that every week, yep. boys. So it, times are flying and we're loving it. But you have to remember that you come out next week and do that or the week after against a team that is going to punish you for it. Uh, but on the, the glass half full chat, their defence, like I'm so proud of that forward pack's defence. They kept turning. The amount of times, I, I guarantee we all felt it. We're like, oh, here's, here's the old Broncos. They're about to just open the floodgates for the Knights. They've given a bunch of penalties away. They're on their line. The amount of times Stags come up with, with a big play or Carrigan or Kobe Hetherington or, or Flegler off the bench, who's been absolutely outstanding off the bench. It's their defence. And, and that's the key. Like if we can get this young forward pack buying in to those kind of things, defence, we truly can be whatever we want to be. I, so it's it's a negative and a positive. We can't afford to play like that every week, especially that first half. But as you just said, Tomato Martin, Gamble, Mam, and Walters. That spine, and this is no disrespect to them, that spine would struggle to play for some of the lower end teams. Yeah. But again, on the flip side, that spine got the got the job done because they're buying in to what's happening at the Broncos right now. So they are actually good enough to be in the they're a top five spine right now, is in like right now the Broncos are in the top five. Um, and so like a massive credit to when you see players like Walters, uh, Tomate, uh, Gamble, Gamble's a great like a really good example. Like, is Gamble the most naturally gifted footballer? No, he's not. But is he buying in to what they're trying to build there? Yes, he is. So is Walter, so is Tomato Martin, Ezra Mam. Ezra Mam's a really interesting case. I think we all saw the talent there. You all saw the talent there. But he was kind of like the perfect example of that game where the ball bounced for him this time, but there's three plays that could have bounced the other way mm. and it could have been a, a debut, debut, debut from hell. And so although I love the fact that he was confident and he kept coming, I do like that also have to appreciate the fact that this is the NRL and just that one hand sticking out can be the difference between a win or a loss. Um, And so, but in saying all of that, he's a rookie on debut. And so the the positive thing with a guy like Ezra Mam, even if you take, you know, the couple errors or whatever, you know, I think one time he kicked on the second or third tackle, that's a rookie mistake. Sticking your hand out like that, that's a rookie mistake. You get rid of that and... Ezra Mam impacted the game. How often do you really see rookies impacting games? It's, it's a rare thing. So it shows his incredible talent and it shows you where the Broncos are as a club that a guy like him is waiting in the wings to come through to the point where you go, right now, like, do the Broncos need to spend big in the market? Like, yes, it would be good to get a big, a big fish, maybe, you know, a nine or, you know, whatever. But if Ezra Mam can keep developing and Adam Reynolds continues to play this kind of footy, You've got Gamble there as well for depth. You've got Tomate Martin as well that could play six. All of a sudden, the Broncos, it's like, do we need to go on the market? Do we really need to go on the market right now? Like, 
I don't know. I think they're building something pretty special there. And I think Carrigan is the, is the key to all of that. And I also want to give a fucking massive rap to that team because they obviously don't listen to this podcast, but let's say they did. Boys, everyone's going to jump on the bandwagon now. Everyone's going to be your best friend. But remember the people that stuck around you when everyone hated you. When everyone was off the Broncos, they were shit, they were this, they were that. You boys are what got you through that. Not me, not anyone else, no fan, none, none of that. You boys were the ones that stuck together as a young forward pack and got each other through the really tough time when no one fucking backed us. No one backed us. You boys stuck together. So always remember that. It's, it's use against the world. It's not, you know, the pats on the back are great and they're cool and everyone, it's great to be loved by everyone. But always remember when the chips were down, it was your boys beside you and the staff that fucking stuck with you and not other people outside of that. But I'm, I'm super fucking proud. I'm so proud of the boys. If you would have said in the preseason that round 11, a Queensland Cup team would have the spine of Martin Gamble, yep. Ezra Mam, <laughs> Walters... No yeah. one would have pushed back on you. No way. Going, oh, that's Absolutely. a handy Queensland Cup yeah. team. Yep. They come out there. And I know it was against Newcastle. I get it. But Newcastle didn't play poorly. They came out. Absolutely. They played some good footy to start. Um, so, yeah, credit to the Broncos. Very impressive. Like, very impressive. Like, the fact that they can still – because, like, you look at the second half, as soon as they held the ball and stopped giving penalties away, they put on 30 points. Um, Do we I'm know like, if there's been any um, changes to coaching staff over the offseason and particularly defensive – because of just how different they've come out this year to last year. And as I said, especially their defensive systems. Any movements there? or I think they have brought on a new defensive guy in the last, like, 12 months or so. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Um, I also think it's it's that – we speak about it all the time and it's it's almost lost its meaning, but it's that culture that Kevy brings. Like, he mm. can get the boys and the right people around the boys to be like, this is who we are. This is what we're, – we're playing for something bigger than ourselves. Because, like – what is a jersey? A jersey is just colour. Like it's, like, it's just colour. But it's everything around that jersey that makes it something special. And if you can make the boys believe in the things outside of that jersey, all the people that have bled for that jersey, like, you know, the colours of the jersey aren't what make it special. It's Darren Lockyer doing what he did in the jersey that makes it special. And if you can relay that to the younger boys and getting them fighting for something bigger than themselves, like, you know, uh, Palacios taking a pay cut to say, Carrigan took a pay cut to say, I think Flegler did as well. Cobo took a pay is taking a pay cut to say, that's when something special gets built. That's when something special gets built. Um, yeah, so look, absolutely fantastic game. Corey Oates, fuck, he's been good. I mean, we, we've spoken about Selwyn, incredible, but Corey Oates, for me, yeah, he had an error or two, but I think he's back to nearly best form. So much so, I probably have him in my Queensland side. Yeah, I think he has to be in the Queensland like, side. I really do. I really do. Uh, Jensen, I thought he was outstanding again. Payne Haas, like, what I think I love as well is like Payne Haas can kind of doesn't have to rely just on yeah. him anymore. He can just enjoy his footy. I was just about to say that. It's not about Payne Haas now. Which is, and, and, and he's except he likes that. Yeah. Like It seems like he's enjoying that, which is like sometimes you get players, they get addicted to that role of like, I'm the fucking guy, mm. give me the ball. <laughs> but Payne Haas is humble enough to understand that this is a – like, what I love about their four-pack right now is Carrigan, Haas, Flegler, you know, Heathering to a degree, but and uh, Palacia to a degree, and Ricky. Like, these boys have all come through together. Like, they have all come through together. They are truly working – like, they're brothers. They're working mm. with each other. They're not just a makeshift forward pack being bought from all these different places. And I think you're seeing that. I think I really think you're seeing that. Well, like, we spoke about this last week. Adam Reynolds was on Matty John's show last week, and he spoke about with pain that he's, he's sort of had to sit down with him and sort of say, like – 
you got to let other guys do their job. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you know, you're sensational. We know you can do it, but we don't want you to do it every single week. We don't need you. Like, yeah, we, we need you to be fresh, happy, yep. and enjoying your footy. Well, the, the last couple of weeks, 55 minutes both games, which mm. is well down on sort of averaging 64 minutes for the year, uh, over 60 last year. The fact that the other blokes are stepping up and doing their job, it means you can manage Payne House better because he's not playing 75 minutes yep. a game to get you out of trouble because everyone else isn't doing their job. The flow-on effect is just numerous, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So massive congratulations to the boys. Uh, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Remember that it was you boys that got, got you through this and no one else. What do you go there, Matty? Matty Ballin joined the coaching staff. Matty yes. Ballin. Uh, is, but is he defensive coaching staff? It, it didn't say. It just said it, he just joins like the assistants. So he, yeah, he was coach of Blacktown yes. Workers, I think. Yeah. Mm. And then he was a co- he was assistant coach at yeah. Manly. I actually spoke to Matty Ballin uh, recently. Um, he's loving it. He he just thinks that. Well, me speaking to him, he was speaking about the the young forwards are starting to buy into the fact that you can't clock off, you can't take shortcuts and go. Oh, you know, someone else oh. is going to do it. And you can clearly see it. You can clearly talk, see talk it. Talk about a cultural recruit. No wonder they've got this defensive resilience. Yeah. Matty Ball, one yeah. of the toughest to play the game. Mate, 100%. Uh, awesome. One of the most unlucky nines to come through the... Yeah, the terrible timing. Cam yeah, Smith error. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. The Cam Smith error is just like... Yeah, he, get to play, he play, played one game, Origin, I think, Matty I think, Ballin. yeah, he played yeah. one game. But, like, I've said this before, but Cam Smith truly is really the only person that, like, had their position totally unlock like totally unlock yeah like i i think there was even a year or two when Lockie's form wasn't great where he was questioned thurston there was a couple of years where well, he was told in 06 if you don't win you're gone yeah and so whereas cam smith is literally like that's your jersey yeah. you you own it even even joey in some rep sides played hooker played hooker games, in that yeah whereas cam smith's truly the only bloke where it's like no no there's there's literally no question freddie played a heap of 13 yeah. yeah um so yeah, look, great stuff. Ezra Mam, the, the potential there, like him with Reynolds. Now I'm almost like, oh, fuck. Like, I wish we had have got Reynolds four or five years ago, you know? Um, but look, things are looking outstanding. Well done, boys. Congratulations. Enjoy it. Uh, shout out to Flegler as well. Flegler and Hetherington, the energy they bring off the bench is outstanding. Like, look at their bench. This is their bench, and they, they all played about 33 minutes on average. 125 metres Kobe Hetherington, 141 metres Flegler, 105 metres Palacia. Like, I, I, you know what? I'm, I would go out on a limb and say no other bench ran for more metres in the Broncos bench. You know, maybe, mm. maybe there is, but I didn't see any benches with those kind of numbers. Uh, so congratulations, boys. Absolutely incredible win. The crazy thing is they play the Titans next week, a winnable game. They go into the bye. Mate, Broncos could be in the top four. Like they genuinely could be well, in the top uh, four. After that bye, they've got uh, I think they've got Cowboys in Melbourne. So that'll yep. be a, 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 I think that, that's the sort of game Brisbane want to play at the moment. Hundred percent, absolutely. To see, see see where they're at, but it's a perfect time. You get the bye, you freshen up, and then you come into Cowboys. It's Melbourne. gonna be like what they're gonna lose. Paint. They're gonna lose what three front rowers? Do we think during the Origin period? Yeah, Carrigan and Haas for sure. And you know what, Flegler probably too. Probably lose Flegler. They'll probably lose Katoni uh, Stags. Uh, so there is going to be a couple of challenges coming their Corey way. Oates but as well. That's what you pay for being a good footy side. Yep. If we get two Queensland sides in the top four, I'm going to have to take some annual leave <laughs> and just, <laughs> just get back to my bearings. And <laughs> uh, now, on to the Knights. Man, I mean, it was tough calls. And look, I liked uh, Adam O'Brien. He said, look, yeah, they were tough calls, but that wasn't why we lost the match. Yeah. And he's 100% right. Unfortunately, in that second half, you know, when they just needed to hang in there for an extra few minutes, they didn't, and then it was all over. Um, Knights currently sit 15th. Where to now for the Knights? Yeah, I, 
can't believe how it turned out for how good they looked in the first half. Mm. I really thought this, like, uh, it got to half time. I sort of thought, fuck, this is a classic, like, Newcastle, back in Newcastle. They're going to show up here. Uh, but, yeah, Brisbane just too classy in the second half. I I don't know. I don't know where they go, mate. they got, you know, obviously Fitzgibbons, he's in the side now. Tyson Frizzell's back, which is great to see. Gagai's back. I thought Barnett was good in, in the 13 role. <clears throat> I don't know what change. I mean, they they now lose Bradman Best. I, I think Milford he'll be better for the run. I think he'll like all things considered. I thought he looks great, mate. I think they got to keep Milford. I think they have to. Yeah. yeah, isn't it? Isn't it crazy that we're saying that? Like, and now Jake Clifford can't get in the side. Yeah, saying after week two, could Clifford be a Dally M smoky? Literally, now he's not in the same. Well, he was. He was after three weeks. I think he was on top. It. Yeah. On top mm. of the thing, and then it's just he's got some personal stuff going um, on. And yeah, I thought there was guys that came off the bench were really good. I thought Matt Croker was sensational. Um, the side that ball. inside ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's a really good indication of combinations. Like yeah. they're they're really close mates, and it's so important to like have that connection. And that that doesn't. There's a re, like KP can run that line all the time, and yet we've never seen really before off a front row at the very least. And for them to nail that, I mean, and KP hitting the fucking afterburners, oh. fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, Newey Knights. Uh, I thought Clemmer battled hard as he always does. Um, at least you, you're starting to appreciate the Clemmer, the Clemminator. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think, and we, we, we sort of more so talk about it in Supercoach well, but you'll probably see his stats drop down a little bit now with Barnett playing yeah. such huge minutes, which is is how it should be realistically. S- similar to the Payne Haas situation, you don't want you don't want Clemmer probably doing what he's done the last few weeks every yeah. single week. Oh, so yeah, yeah. it's good for him to have that support there. Uh, but yeah, I. Yeah, I just thought having Gagai and Frizzell back in, I really thought they'd sort of turn the corner at halftime and then just got blown away. Yeah, what do, what do you think about the New Knights? Yeah, look, I think there's signs that they can build off from that game. And the first one is that their forward pack is very good, whether it's lived up to a sort of hype or not this year. They've had so many injuries in the pack, but now they've got blokes back like... Mitchie Barnett, Fitzgibbon, Frizzell, who was crooked there for a week or two. The more minutes they get into these blokes and match fitness they get back, it's a platform that you can really build off because on paper, I think it's one of the stronger four packs in the, the NRL. The back line defensively, the edges are so frail. Like they're just getting chopped to bits and pieces. Bradman Best is now out there, probably doesn't help her, but at the same time, like he's been there most of the season. Um, Milf is exciting for Knights fans. And it could easily go either way. We know that with Milf. But I think everyone had a little bit of apprehension, a little bit of fear coming into the game that when he ran out, we were saying you just wanted, you didn't want to see him come out with a bit extra meat on the bone. Yeah. You thought you want to see him nimble and training yeah. well in the off-season. And he has, because he looked yeah. good. Um, I said ran out of steam a little bit in the back uh, uh, second half there. But, you know, there's attacking flair there that can take pressure off KP. Um, you know, full forward pack back, I think they can build towards something. Uh, I don't know what that something is. I don't think it's top eight this year, but I think they can take a little bit out of that game. Yeah, look, it's. I think that that performance doesn't reflect a team sitting 15th. Mm. Um, I think that the first half, they were really, really good. Yeah, they m- might have lacked a little bit of punch to just finish their sets mm. to score some tries. Um, it's the, the concerning thing. If you, took that six, if you took 60 minutes of that game, I'd say even if the Knights lost... It was still a great performance, and we can build off that. The, just the really concerning thing is that last 20. That la- like, it was just gates are open. And also conceding three line breaks off kick chase. That was very Ooh. poor. That was, like, Selwyn Cobos are gun. 
but that he was running through holes. Like it wasn't yeah. like he was bumping or stepping people off. He was just running yeah. back fast and getting through. I think even Corey Oates made a break. So that's all attitude. That's all connection. That's all staying, you know, close together. I prefer to be the glass half full kind of guy. I think the Broncos are better than we kind of have expected them to mm. be. I think that there is a lot to build on. Uh, they just it's just that last 20 if they if they saw that last 20 out all of a sudden we're looking at a game that's about you know maybe if they lose it's 18 12 or 16 12 or even they win you know if they if they finish the game really strongly they win it um so it's just the tough thing for the nice is though is like for for their roster like they're not even close to where they should be they're not even close to where they should be They've done all the recruiting. They've gone into the market. They've brought players to the club. Their forward pack on paper is great. Kalen Ponga, I still think he's playing decent footy at the moment. So it's like, where do they go? Like, how do they fix this? And I, I don't know what the answer is I, to that. I think it's also a tough... I mean, like, you know, you, you look at it on paper and you go, oh, Newcastle playing Brisbane without Adam Reynolds. What a win for them. But then you go, okay, how do we prepare for this as Romare? Haven't seen it. We haven't got any tape on him. We've seen him play Q Cup where he's mm. carving up that tier. And they've got Tyson Gamble, who's running the side, who, like, you can't prepare for Tyson. You've got I'm no just, idea yeah, what he's going to yeah. do. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Like, it's, it's, it's a hard game to prepare for if you are the Newcastle Knights. Yeah. And I, I do believe that this Bronco, I know I keep sounding like a broken record, but this Broncos forward pack, it's something special. Mm, yeah. It's We're seeing, in my opinion, the birth. It reminds me a little bit of that the Panthers forward pack a couple of years ago. Now, will they go on to be Panthers? I'm not sure. But this Broncos forward pack is special. Like you got you got guys like uh, Jordan Ricky, for example. He, like he is at any a club that's struggling, he would be seen as like the next superstar because he's got a lot about him. He's a great ball runner. He's he's you know got a few errors in his game still, but in this forward pack, he's one of the quieter ones at the moment. That's how good this forward pack is going. Now, to be clear, though, he still scored a try. He still ran for over 100 metres. You know, he still made 35 tackles, only one miss, four tackle breaks, a line break. But that just points to, like, we're talking about Flegler, we're talking about Carrigan, we're talking about Kate Will Haas. When you start going down the list of this Broncos forward pack, you go, holy shit, like, this is a fucking really, really good forward pack that's young, energetic, and starting to believe. Um, so I agree with your point that I think that maybe the Broncos maybe don't get enough credit for how good they really are going still yeah. because they're so young. Uh, but back to the Knights, what, what does Adam O'Brien do from here, Timmy? I like that Matty brought up the, the kick chase there because is there a better mark of, of attitude in a team, marker, I should say, than a kick chase? Mm. There's always variables. I understand if you're gassed and that can affect it, if you're getting run over the top off. But it's such a variable that you can control in an outfit, can't you? And just go, like Penrith, Melbourne, yeah, they often have games going a lot easier for them. But I don't think I've ever, in under Ivan Cleary and under Craig Bellamy, like a staggered kick chase where mm. that allowed to happen, even when they're on the back foot. Yeah. Um, the Knights... Adam O'Brien, I think the things I mentioned earlier, he's just got to have faith that they've got the pack to, to win games throughout the middle. Uh, if they start you know, putting a few things together, they've now got another spy, another halves combination in there. So they've got to probably put a bit of faith in, in Milford clicking with Clune over time or Clifford or whoever that might be uh, and just stick to their guns. Um, I mean, it sounds like a bit of a, a cop-out, but... So I still think they've got the team to win a few decent footy games this year. What do you do with Kurt Mann when he's available? Does he slot into centre to fill the best role? Does he? Do you move him straight back to 13 where he was so good? Because they, they have shown that when Gagai's been out, the guys they've got to replace at centre, they've struggled yeah. during that period. No, I, I just With Milford there, I think you probably put him at centre. 
I think if Milford wasn't brought to the club, you put him at six. Uh, oh, mate, I don't... But he looks so good at 13. Yeah, I know. Uh, he was playing yeah. probably career-best footy at 13. I thought he was really, really good. I thought he suited it. Um, yeah, the Knights are just a really strange... They're a really strange team to me. I don't know what the answer is for, for a lot of their positions. I don't know... I don't know what direction they go in because, like, if, if you said the Knights need to go on a recruitment pu- like push because they don't have the, the cattle to get the job done, people are like, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Like, how does this team not have the cattle yeah. to get the job done? Um, I just, yeah, I, I may you put me in there probably, I guess, and just hope that he's good enough defensively to get the job done because uh, at the moment it's more defence that they need to shore up. Uh, Bradman Best is a huge loss for them, like, you know, he, even though he's been quite compared to his standards, he still ran for 140 metres, 59 post-contact, three offloads, which is, you know, big. Um, but, yeah, Adam O'Brien, he's got a tough... I, I think Knights, as a whole, stick it out with Adam O'Brien. I think he can pull through this. Uh, but, I don't know, do, do they need to go on the market, do you think? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I think so, but I can't tell you where. That's what I mean. Look at the side, no, the halves is where. But that's where you give Milford some time. Like mm. we know what he can be. Who would you buy? Who, who would you bring in though? Who would you like? Like oh, in terms of right now, or are we looking to the future? As in, like you're going to go into the market for the next two or three years. Who would you be targeting right now to be the guy that's going to turn the ship around? Well, they've got, without looking at the list of halfbacks coming off contract next year, they've basically got. They've invested heavily in their forward pack financially. Uh, obviously, Caitlin Pong at fullback taking up a big chunk of the cap. They've got three halves there, chopping between Clifford, um, you know, Milf, Clune, who would be on very, very little money compared mm. to other halves in the competition. So it's just the spot that screams out to me, this is where we need to invest. Mm. But, like, is, do you, is there anyone on the market that you would oh, go after? Contracts these days, you can always find someone if you want one. Well, let's assume contracts matter. Let's yeah. assume contracts. Is there anyone that's coming off? That I'd have to look at who's coming off yeah. next year. But are you or anyone coming off? That, I'm that's trying. Target? I'm scrambling. There's been so many quality halves that have been signed over the last year or so. I'm I'm sort of coming up with blanks at the moment. Do they make a player? I mean, if they can, do they make a play at Munster? Are they going to be able to afford? Well, Munster I, I don't know. Team? I'm not sure. I'm that's not sure. The, yeah, I. Is this a case of they've they've gone they've made a few wrong errors with the balance of their cup? They're heavy in the forwards. They're yeah. very heavy in the forwards. Like they've got back row depth for days and front row for that matter. Mm. Um, so do you think their cap is a bit out of balance, and that's what we're seeing at the moment? Potentially, yeah. Because they could apparently could have got Luke Brooks. You know, they were, they thought they were going to get Luke Brooks, so they got a little bit of money in the halves because they would have had to at least pay him five hundred k. I'd say. Where do you think they'd be if they still had Piercy? It's an interesting. I know it's hard to say, yeah. but like, would, would they? Would I don't they, think they'd be fifteenth. I think yeah. that'd be significantly better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think it'd be fine around the eight. Um, in their defence, Brayley was. Is, we're, we're forgetting Brayley, yeah, who is their true. captain. Yeah. And he, I do think they're a much different side with him in the in the side. So, I. 
Put it this way. I want to see Braley back in that side before I go, uh-oh, this, something needs to change and change bigger. And, and I think as well, we saw Jake Clifford with a team that was going well. And he, he, was, he was playing great yeah, footy. Great but then Gago got injured. Frizzell got injured. Barnett got suspended. Like, there was a heap of shit that went wrong for them in that five or six mm. period where it turned into a train wreck. If yeah. they can start to put together decent footy now, I don't know how Clifford gets back into this side, whether it's in the seven or whatever. I think it's tough to drop. Clune, despite him not being a superstar, I think he gels this team together well. But we've seen that Clifford can play. Mm. When's Braley back? About round 14, isn't it? Old Sheck. I think it's, it's, yeah, up, I think it's, it's around it's that mark. About round yeah. 14. I was going to throw a name, yeah. What about Jock Madden? Because he grew up in Scone as well. Uh, are you going similar to what you did with Clifford, though? Like, you know, an untested like young... Sort of, yeah. I, I like him. I think he's a very good player, but it, I don't know if he's your answer. Yeah. Look, I mean, it's the elephant in the room, though. It, it almost becomes like... And I know we've been very anti doing it, but it's like if your money's in Ponga, do you just have to play him in the halves end because your money is there? You know, I don't know if him in the halves is the answer though. I, I don't either. Yeah. I, don't, I don't either. But do you go? Okay, we need clearly the six and seven are our weakness. We put our best player there, and then we just fill the fullback role with someone that is is a young, decent player that can ball play. You know, maybe again, I'm just tossing. Do they shit have up. that guy though? That's the other. I don't. Oh, I honestly yeah. don't know. But I'm just tossing shit up because it's I an awkward. Like I, it's a good team, but it's an yeah. awkward sort of. Yeah, fuck, it's tough. Anyway, hopefully New Knights fans, hopefully you can turn around because it's uh, yeah, it definitely hasn't been the year that it promised at the start. It really promised to be. Braley said definitely, definitely before round 20 and that's being um, like that's max, that's latest. Okay, okay. Uh, so yeah, hopefully before not. round 20. Oh, fuck me, honestly. I, I, I do think, and, and some Knights fans are going to say this is a cop-out, and that's and fair enough, I respect that, because it is a little bit of a cop-out. Cop-out, cock-out. <laughs> it be a cock-out if you want. It'll be a cock-out if you want, baby. Um, it's a cop-out. But the last 24 months injury-wise, they have been super unlucky. Like, let's be real here. They have got decimated yeah. by injury. They, I think... Okay, ask ourselves this. Let's say they're on the Penrith Panthers end of the scale where they've been just so fortunate with injury. Like, that's an unspoken thing that the Panthers have been fortunate enough where I don't know whether it's their training programs or, or whatever it is, but their injury count is, is substantially lower than, say, a Newey Knights. If the Newey Knights had of Because they, like, for 24 months, they've barely had a spine play together. Like, literally barely. Um, so... In their defence, they have had a lot up against it, like a lot of injuries, a lot of suspensions, people moving on. So hopefully they can turn around. Now, I was just going to say, you look at the top four and you look at Penrith, Parramatta and North Queensland, Mm. you could count on one hand how many injuries there are between those three clubs at the moment. Mm. Not saying that the Knights are on that level, obviously, but massive difference. Yeah, (laughs) massive. It helps. It helps. Massively helps. And anyone that says that it isn't an affecting factor, I don't think you're being fair on the situation. And you have a look at all the teams that have won comps in the last 10 years. Not many of them have huge injuries that they managed to. Yeah. And Knights have essentially been the worst hit club in two years in a row, pretty much. It's probably fair to say. Yeah. Definitely last year at one point. Like, they could barely... I think even this year, Adam O'Brien was saying, like, I don't even have... That's what he was saying. He, He was struggling to name 24. Fucking hell, that's crazy, crazy. Hold up, what was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.